Welcome to Fuji Love. This is the show that is all about the Fujifilm X-Series and GFX cameras, but more importantly, it's about the photographers who love to use them. I'm Mark Sadowski, and this show is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, whether it's news, interviews, and so much more, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And now, on with the show. My guest this week is Kurth Bob. Kurth is an outstanding photographer. Uh, he is uh, an amazing portrait photographer, wedding photographer. Some of his street photography I, is some of the best. It's colorful. It's imaginative. And the black and white photography is just unbelievable. All around amazing photographer. And on top of that, he is a Fujifilm ex-photographer. Kurth, how's it going, man? <laughs> it's going extremely well, exceptionally well. That's awesome. And you... exceptionally shitty at the same time. Well, you know. That means... <laughs> like we were saying before the, we started recording, it is interesting times right now, and uh, everyone has their flavor of greatness and <laughs> not so great um I, i'm curious uh, uh, tell me about the shit <laughs> well geez the shit um i don't know i, I i've as, as i've I'm, I'm 38 now um I, I was joking with a friend i was like someone referred to me as middle-aged the other day right and i was like i, I guess that's kind of true um i turned 46 this saturday so uh up yours. <laughs> so that's 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 middle aged er or more middle aged. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> hopefully this isn't quite my middle, you know. Hopefully I have a long, healthy, strong, beautiful life. Yeah, we try to keep that as that, that lifeline as long as possible. Yeah, but but only but for me it, it's 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 only if it's um you know, I just don't want to be around just to say, like, I'm around, I'm alive, right? I, I yeah. want to live a, a, I intend on living a full life, a life that is, um, you know, someone, a couple of people should be happy that I'm alive, you know? Like, yeah, more, 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 more people happy that I'm alive than like, oh, I wish this guy would just go. Um, because I, for me, life, life is, uh, I'll kind of take a step back. First of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, when you reached out, I spent some time listening, and uh, I was listening to Sarah Lando's podcast. Yeah, and her 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 interview and 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 story and her practice in photography took my entire heart. And after listening to that, I was like, you know, there's so much more I could be doing as a photographer. Um, so thank you for, for having this platform. Um, you know, well, I, I'm, thir go ahead. I, I gotta stay, uh, you, uh, your portrait work is some of the best I've ever seen. You, um, uh, on, on your website, when I was looking, looking at your photography, it is some of the most 
striking some of the most profound images of people because what you do is you you give you give the people gravity in the photos the 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 way you position them the way you uh have them standing or sitting or or what you know whatever kind of character motive that you're giving them all of them your your portrait work is amazing and of course you lead off with Felicia Rashad which is she she is just uh, a goddess among women anyway she is. she's she's an icon you know she is com- um, totally an icon and um and but more importantly i think you know going into some of your other work uh, the your your personal work um, one of the best profiles that I was looking through was your DC everyday encounters where you are just uh, just whether it's the the black and white or or, or color like if, if it's color you're making the most of the color you you are you know bringing such vibrancy and, and, and such uh such character to the photos and, and your black and white photography uh, is just th- there's something just profound about the the slice of life that you're capturing in, in individuals so i would say my goodness like th- this is the level of photography that i wish i would you know have at least 1% <laughs> but like you, you're very kind. You're very kind. Very. I've kind. never seen someone who can excel so so much in in, in so many different. I, I don't know if you want to call it a genre, but like within you know yeah. some people are really good at weddings, but would kind of suffer uh, you know with this and that, and, and you are just you know. Babe Ruth, right out of the park with uh, with, with everything, and it's amazing. Your your work just has such life to it, and I encourage everybody to go check out uh, kurthbob.com to uh, and that's Bob with uh, B O three B's, three B's in it, B O B B. Just so everybody knows the placement. Right, right, right. One B and O and two B's. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I gotta say, like, to 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 hear you talk like this, it it, it is it is. Um, I, I know we can, we, we uh, photographers can be our and are our our worst critics, um, but I, I gotta say, I got I gotta I gotta defend you because thank you, you thank you. you, you know, and and and. It, so kind of going going into origin story, right? Um, yeah. I got into making photographs uh, out of a need to, I guess, cultivate a hobby. Yep. You know, I, I, I was born in, in South America, the only English-speaking country on the continent called Guyana. Yep. And, you know, geographically, we're South American, culturally – we we share a culture with the rest of the the Caribbean, right? Yes. So you know, growing up there, kind of the the people that I come from 
traditional formal education, uh, professional, what you call like professional jobs were very important, you know? Yes. So coming up, I kind of knew that I, I, I was going to be something and that something was, was uh, an engineer or a pilot or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to school and I studied computer science and, you know, technical disciplines. And photography arose out of a desire to have a hobby. And when it first started, <laughs> when it first started, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it is it is a force totally on its own. When it first started... Um, <laughs> I was making, I was making, I was taking photographs, and I, and I make a distinction between making and taking. I was taking photographs of weddings. You know, anyone who would come to my house, I have, a, I have a friend. We're still friends now, and I took some photographs of her, like on this like couch that I had when I was in college and graduate school. And it was, it was you know, I, I didn't understand light, I didn't understand composition. I didn't. I was just kind of taking, you know, snapping, like, okay, looks good. But then I, I had a series of events happen in my life where photographs, as I like to say, uh, provided proof of existence, proof okay. of proof of like, you know, proof of love and, and care and some of the, the these more finer aspects of, of our life, right? The things that we, we can't quite define. We just know that when we encounter them, they make us feel really good. Um, but, you know, you can't really define love, right? Like, you can define salt, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it photographs help me to do that. And, and when those things, when, when I had those experiences in life, <clears throat> you know, I was well into my engineering career, you know, graduated from grad school, working, and it made me realize that whenever whenever a human being appears in a photograph, it's proof of their existence, right? Because there's a there's one particular photograph of me, and my grandmother that 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 my ex wife made, where it was the most unlikely photograph. You know, we we didn't plan it. But it was the last time that my grandmother and I were photographed together. Yeah. And it it, it simply kind of, it, it made me shift a bit to kind of grab the gravity of what it was I was doing with the camera. It wasn't just, I'm making photographs of people, you know. At, and at this, at this point, I was very, like, invested in being the best wedding photographer in the world. And I was like, man, like, you know, a photograph I take of someone's uncle might be the very last photograph of this guy, Right. Yes. Or of these two, of this proof of existence of this relationship. So I kind of went down the rabbit hole of studying. Uh, you know, at that point, I was, I was, I had so much student loans. I said, you know, I can't. It's, there's no way I can like make a a traditional career change and go to art school. You know, study photography in in a traditional setting. I just have to learn it on my own. Luckily, technology, YouTube podcasts, blogs, all these things kind of fed, you know, me and provided what it is I needed to cultivate my own practice and my own style and my way, my own way of seeing and appreciating the world. So it, it's when, when you speak of, of kind of what I, what I like to call the fact that I'm genre agnostic mm-hmm. <clears throat> is because I think the elements I look for in a photograph exist everywhere, right? They're in everyday encounters, 
they're in weddings, they're in portraits. And it's simply this, for me, every photograph I make is um, an ode to this idea that, one, there's an art to everything, which is a saying that my grandmother used to say. It's like, you know, if, if, I, were, if I was doing dishes and I was doing it wrong, she would kind of come up to me like a Mr. Miyagi and say, there's an art to everything. Yes. Daniel san, like, <laughs> slow down, like, do this thing right, you know? Yeah. Um, so photographs for me, it's like, yeah, there's an art to everything, you know, whether it's light coming off a wall or a, a human being across from my camera, because, you know, a lot of my portraits aren't smiley, you know, like, yep. what, what I, what I realize is that, you know, joy and um, suffering and pain and, and love, these things look differently depending on who is expressing it and who is actually perceiving it and, and viewing it, right? Yes. So I, I had a call with, with a potential client this morning and she said, you know, I could tell that the people in your photographs are like full and whole. And like you said, there's a gravity to them, but they don't look cheesy. Right. Right. And it, it's, it's just, it's this thing where, yeah, I, I set up a port, you know, I go into a portrait session. I say, I just want this person. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of reveal myself that I'm like, I'm going to go in there and be clumsy Kurt. I may drop a lens. I may forget a piece of equipment. But I'm, go- I'm not going into there like photographer subject. I'm going in like, hey, we're going to spend time together and we're going to create something. Yes. And that allows, that creates space for my subjects to just kind of relax, you know? Relax, but also sit up. Like, you know, like they, they're, um, you, the intent is like, I want, I want the viewer, I want them and whoever's viewing the photograph to, to, to feel their presence the same way I felt it as I was making it, you know? Um, right. Yeah. And, and it's, you, you're taking something that is intangible, like a person's feeling, and you are, like, like you mentioned earlier, you know, you know, you know, what, what, is, what is love? You can't, you can't see love, but you can bring that out out of a person, wh- whether it's love or, or other things that make them them, and capture that in, in your in your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can, you can. You know, the, the photogra- photography for me, it's a it's a container to transfer things. You know. The four yes. frames are a container to transfer things. So if there is an energy in the street, I'm like, ha, how can I not not necessarily capture it because it's still going to be there, right? How can I essentially, you know, Im- imagine a, a spigot is running, you know, like a, 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 a your faucet is running and, you know, that's life. And you just go in and you, you know, you take your little cup and you go in and you you get a little bit and it continues running. Yes. You know, you just get a little bit and you transfer and you share it with someone else, right? Um that that's 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 always my intention. 
And, you know, recently I haven't been doing a lot of photography, man. Um, you know, I, the, the, the last two or three years, I don't even remember now, like everyone else, everyone else has a pandemic story, you know? Yeah. Mine, mine centers around family. You know, I got divorced during the pandemic and, um, I think, My what I'm understanding about my creative process is that I'm not a machine, right? I'm, yeah. I'm something a little higher than a machine. Like I'm, I'm by no means predictable in terms of when I'm going to like just start producing work. Because and and the pandemic kind of sent me into sent me inward a lot. Where I wasn't going out and I went out to the, into the street a little bit, but it really made me examine the life I was living. Yeah. And really narrow in on what's, you know, what it what is it that how could I be of service to the greater good in my in everything that I do, right? Whether it's as a uh, ex-husband slash co-parent, father, friend, you know, someone who makes photographs. And what came out of that is is this idea that I'm I'm constantly in service, right? I'm constantly in service of uh, others, myself. So I haven't made a lot of photographs recently. I've I've been doing a lot of commercial work, um, some projects with some large organizations, but the street work has kind of died down, which is fine because the yeah. portrait work has has bubbled, right? And even my I have two websites now. I have kurthbob.com which is, you know, my commercial and personal work. And then I have a separate website called Beloved Agency where, you know, I've moved all my wedding and, you know, that that part of the practice too. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's I, I haven't made a lot of photographs, but there, 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 I know that there's so much gestating in front of me, like inside of me now, that when it, when it, when it, does come time for me to like express myself in photographs you know i'm excited about that time yeah looking at sarah lando's work and all that she does with the photograph you know that's that's something that adds to the gestation too it's like man like i could really do a lot more with these frames you know um because there's so much that you can say with the photograph that you can always add or refine the language if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And, and that waiting period is, you know, some people can look at it as uh, frustration, but that, that is also the, the pro the creative process yeah. in, in where you are, essentially incubating that idea, you know, more, more things are coming to you that, that you're learning and, and taking in. I mean, you're, you're, even though you may not be photographing your, your, your camera, your own eyes are, are still seeing and uh, learning and, and, you know, bringing all that in until, until that idea just kind of clicks and then boom. Yeah, to the races. 
Yeah, the, 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 my creative process is something that I've become somewhat um, aware of now in, in a way that, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's an awareness, but it's also, it's frustrating at times. Yeah. Because there are times where, you know, I, I may, I, I, I do Instagram, I do social media, but there are times where, you know, I'm like, man, you're not producing anything, you know? Or shouldn't you post? Then it's like, no, like, why? Why? Like, are you, why? Like, do you really have something to say? Or are you just trying to, like, spin back up your Instagram account? Right. And especially now, I, I, I you know, this idea of simply creating content, it, it it's something, I, I want to create more than content, right? Um, because content is, uh, it's just content. It's neutral. Like, it's 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 very neutral. It's very neutral, and I think I my my work has the ability to create impact. Oh, certainly. You know, and um, you know, stoke ideas and conversations, and content. I just don't want to fill space. You know, that's exactly what. Yeah, I, I I get that. That when people talk about content creating and you know content this content that it is that is the first thing that I think of is just being filler material for an yeah. algorithm. Yeah, yeah. And what are we really doing, right? We're 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 feeding the algorithm so that they can figure out what to sell us. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, it's, and like junk food it's not healthy for you it's it's not healthy you know and and i i spend a fair amount of time observing like i i'm a bit of a a lurker i guess on 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 social media but i observe right i look at i look at how i look at how a lot of life is being not lived but but shown and highlighted of course um, i mean you're a photographer it, yeah, I, I'm always looking. I'm always looking. So while I may not post a bit, it, it's one of those spaces where I kind of get a peek into um, how people present their, their lives. And, I, yes. you know, it, it's fascinating to me that I don't ever I don't ever think that at any point in time there is more or less suffering in the world there's always suffering in the world there's always there are always people dying and like having a hard time right yes um i think social media it's fascinating to me how easily it is to um you know, if, if you put down molasses or, or honey, you know, you, you'll just have ants come and swarm around it, right? And right now, the, the, a lot of the conversation is around Ukraine and, you know, great tragedy, horrible times. But it, it's all, and it's always fascinating to me how, um, how amplified stories can get and how much energy can be put behind some of these stories of suffering and, and um, pain and essentially everybody gets sad. Yes. Right. But these stories sometimes feel cherry picked. Like this is a headline. Like this is the thing we're going to talk about. But and in many is, cases with the news, mm-hmm. that, that is exactly what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, 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 I say all that to say, 
the creative process has has baffled me, but I'm I'm relaxing into it now because um, I have no choice. Like I have to stop struggling against how I create and the pace at which I create and just kind of embrace it and roll with it because that too changes, you know, um, because I, I, I prefer like a warmer climate. Winter months are horrible for me. I don't enjoy yeah. it at all. So my, my creative output during the summer months is like, I think maybe higher. I've never measured, but I'm, I'm out more. I'm seeing more. I think the light is better. You know, you don't, you just don't have as many cloudy days as you do in the winter, in the winter months. So the light for me is a lot more dynamic. So all in all, I say all this to say, I don't know what I'm doing half the time, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, a lot of it is practice. It's, uh, you know, I, I frame my photography work as a practice and that's why I can cross genres so seam- seamlessly, right? Because it, it's, it's a practice. I... I um I don't profess to be I just profess to be a, a sincere practitioner in the art form um and that's enough for me because that gives me space that gives me space to say you know what I don't want to do weddings today I'm just going to do portraits yeah I don't want to do portraits today I'm going to practice in the street Oh, I don't want to practice in the street. I'm just going to practice with the light in my house. And that that I, keeps that kind of keeps inspiration. You know, to that extent, like the inspiration isn't that far. Yeah. A lot of times. I would also advise the importance of uh, doing nothing. Like... And let me rephrase that. Like the, it is just as important to pause as it is to, to keep working. Um, I, I don't recall which Eastern philosophy talks about this, but, uh, one of the things I think I heard, uh, Justin Campbell talk about, like when, 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 uh, the, the practitioners practice the ohm the, the, the they would emphasize the 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 the, the ohm like the bring you know as much energy to the sound as possible but the pause between doing the ohms was just as important as the 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 ohms themselves and, and i i think when you talk about the you know, the winter months, you know, being, you know, being not as productive or, or, you know, the bad time for photography, that is a great time to, uh, be introspective, uh, use that pause to, and and like you were mentioning earlier, you know, you're just letting that energy build up. Um, I think is just as important to an artist and to, uh, not fight it to, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I think the, the most profound line I've ever heard in a Marvel movie was it, it was in Doctor Strange, where uh, the 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 ancient one says, you know, you you, you, you don't fight the river, uh, you, you know, you gotta relinquish yourself to the current, and then use its power to your favor, or something along that lines. I butchered. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, the the pauses. Um, 
the pauses is is where we find space and and where insight arises, right? Yes. Um, that's where we have our epiphanies in those in those pauses. That's where I've had my my greatest epiphanies when I wasn't working, but I was working totally. with life, right? Yes, working with life. Um. So. The creative process, you know, I, I know a lot of photographers, I know a lot of creatives, you know, my, my, my tribe is full of creatives and we, you know, creativity isn't a nine to five thing. It, there aren't any, there aren't any, any hard metrics around like creativity, right? Oh, there's you're no either, off switch. <laughs> you're, you're either doing, yeah, because you, you, you're always doing it. Yes. It's, it's it's like output though, right? Like what are you what what are you manifesting? What are you like what's coming out of you? What what are you expressing? Um so it, it, I you know kind of not even going against the stream but just kind of surrendering to the stream has been really beautiful for me because it's allowed me to relax a bit, you know, like okay, chill chill like and i'll say i'll you know one one of the the i guess the privileges that i have is that you know photography isn't i still do engineering work you know Mm -hmm. um i i I tried being a full-time photographer in 2019 and by most measures i i was successful right I paid all my bills. I didn't go broke. Um, but, and I wasn't always sure I was creating for me. Yes. Right. And it felt like a job and I was my own boss. And that just got kind of, you know, un- it wasn't as satisfying. And I think that was because I may have, um, I wasn't so much focused on my voice. I was focused on like filling whatever gaps I saw in my market at that point, right? Oh, like people need this service so I can provide this service as opposed to like, what is it that I want to say? What is it that, you know, when, when, when it's all said and done, could there be one photograph that I created that shifted a conversation or brought someone and their family immense joy? You know, it, it's it's a different perspective working from a place of not necess- not where, where I'm not centering on productivity, but more so on service and like a, a more purposeful way of practicing. Um so my pauses don't necessarily mean that, you know, I'll have less income or whatever. They just mean that I get to practice a little more freely. Yes. Because, you know, I have I have this whole other discipline that, you know, in engineering that I can rely on for income. Um Yeah. I, I I'm 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 gonna listen to this and probably cringe, um, because I feel like I'm Why? rambling. I'm, I'm sitting here looking out a window. And it's, you know, because we, 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 we talked about this uh, initially. I was like, are you going to send me prep questions? And you're like, no. It's like, okay, cool. I'm good at winging it. 
Because I mean, for me, it's, it's like stream of consciousness, right? Like yeah. this is what this is what's coming up now. Um, but I, I, and I hope this is this is I hope, like the, the truth is the only thing that matters is that one person listens to this and and, and feels a little more self assured in how they're approaching their art. Yes. No, I. I am notoriously, um, to, I, some would say to my detriment, that I, I don't prepare. Uh, one, I, I, I relish in the, 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 the back and forth, and, and sometimes you know, a conversation will go from one thing to another. I, I feel it's organic, and I feel it's, uh, you know, it, it, it just. I want to have that one-on-one experience because I look at this as two, two friends talking uh, rather than, you know, uh, a CNN interview or something along yeah. that lines. I, I love the organic, uh, the, the organic feeling of a, just a, just a straight up conversation. And uh, some people like it. Uh, I, some people don't, I've seen your reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would say uh, I, I hear you to those people, but they're probably not listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, I I I can't please everybody. I I love the just the general straight up conversation, and and I think bringing it back to you because you know the, the, this this is about you. What you are showing is that you know, you, you have. Uh, like even you, you, <laughs> you have such tremendous depth and this is something that I am absolutely amazed. Even as you, you, you feel that you're not saying anything important. You have said some really profound things in this uh, and at the same time, making uh, helping me realize that I, I too in my own work have tried to be pushing against the uh, pushing against the river. I'm always pushing against the river. God knows how many uh, teachers have told me to, to, you know, just go with the, go with the flow. Um, But that, that is important. And it is important for photographers to know that when things slow down, it's, you know, not to, not to panic, not to, to lose yourself to the the emptiness, make the emptiness your friend, and, and from that emptiness, there the, you'll see that there's just tremendous power in that. Hello Fuji lovers, it's Stephanie here, managing editor for Fuji Love magazine. I just wanted to give you a very quick look inside the March issue. So our cover contributor for this month is Tom Baumgertel, who in his interview with Alison Conklin discusses his unique minimalistic style and approach to street photography on the colourful LA streets. Take Kayo brings his latest instalment of Take's Corner, where he asks the question, how many lens options do we need for the X-mount system? Spoiler alert, it's the more, the merrier. Kara Mew writes a vulnerable and powerful piece about how she discovered that she'd been missing from her family photos and what steps she took in order to change that. Next up, Sophia Lee shares an interesting still life series that grew out of the confines of quarantine and food supply challenges during COVID-19. 
Paul Choi, meanwhile, takes us along his journey to climb Mount Kilimanjaro alongside his Fujifilm X100V and explains why the camera was the perfect photographic companion for his trip. In our second interview this month, Taylor Kinsey opens up about her love of wedding photography and how a career in TV production inspired her to go full-time with photography. Next up is our regular monthly From the Feed feature where we're sharing four popular images from our hashtag MyFujiLove on Instagram. Continuing her series on travel photography is Riza Zvart, who shares with us her instant love of Costa Rica, as well as her tips for creating strong photo series when travelling. Completing our March issue, Ibarin X Perello continues his series with a beautiful insight on the power of a routine for the practice of photography. We'd love for you to come and check out the March issue of Fuji Love magazine. Yeah, you know, a friend, a friend of mine, uh, he, I, I was, he gave, he gave me, you know, we, we typically think of, of um, two ways of handling things that cause us discomfort, right? Fight or flight, right? Yes. Um, he introduced me to, to, uh, I guess another dimension of, of how to respond. You know, he said you could you could you could you could you could take flight, you could fight, flight, or make friends. And that was so profound for me because making friends with the the downtimes and, and the mess ups and the it it's what allows me to kind of keep my energy, you know. I'm not fight. I'm not. I'm not exerting energy fighting or running from whatever it is I'm going through creatively. I'm simply making friends with it and and trusting that, like, yo, this is part of your process, you know. Yeah. Um, the the next insight will arise. You you will get the next sign on what it is you should be focusing on next. And uh, I'm at a point in my career where, you know, I've 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 been able to that sign has just been so bright after kind of having this downtime where I see now that I get invited to, to tell stories and, you know, work with a lot of just incredible women. Um, oh yeah. A lot of, a lot of incredible women, you know, like first this, first that. Um, and it's at that point where I, I realized that, that is that is gravity as well, you know. Um, I photographed the first woman to serve as the Canadian ambassador to the U.S. You know, a few Amazing. weeks ago, and you know, it. I have two daughters as well, and I was like, you know, maybe one day this is either going to inspire my daughter or someone else's daughter simply by saying like proof of existence again. Right. Yes. Here is a woman in a position for the very first time. Don't make no sense why, but for the very, for the very first time in a position that you can aspire to, you know, fill yes. or, 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 or be, you know, um, a few months, I think it was back in 2020, I got uh, invited to make photographs for uh, a group here, a nonprofit here in D.C. called Sister Scotus. And, you know, the, the idea was 
why 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 hasn't there been a push for like an African American woman to serve on the Supreme Court? Now there there are many African American women and women of all shades and backgrounds who are um, who are qualified to be a Supreme yes. Court justice. And you know the 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 organization they said, hey, we want to create some photographs to kind of drive this message home. I think this was kind of right after the death of RGB. And, um, you know, we created this one photograph that I called a Supreme Future. It's, yes. It's just, it's, it's just, you know, um, it's right on your, uh, front page of your home. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's on my front page. Right. And, you know, I always say that the photographs, you know, we're, we're, I'm playing with imagination here all the time. Right. I'm playing with imagination. I'm, I'm, I'm challenging you to imagine that life is beautiful and that there's beauty everywhere and you simply have to look. But the, the, the thing about imagination that, that I, I kind of settled on is, you know, if you see something, like let's say you see, you know, a, fo- a, 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 a picture, like let's say you see photographs of, you know, girls who are Supreme Court justices, but none of those girls look like you. So your imagination has gone halfway through through kind of this process of, of truly being the, the force that it is. It's like, you know the thing that can happen. You see the thing happening. But if you can't see yourself living the thing, you've only, you, you haven't quite gotten the full use of your imagination. Like you have to, I think you have to visualize you have to see yourself in the thing because otherwise there's a separation between the thing happening and you. So that yes. photograph, it's like, you know, when, when, when a little girl of color or any little girl actually looks at that photograph, specifically little girls of color, they, they're going to see, they, you know, brown girls and, and, and black girls and whatever, they're going to see this is possible for me too. Right? And that's how dreams are born. And, you know, I cre- we created that photograph and then there was, you know, the, the, the justice retired recently, right? Um, and now the thing is actually happening. That's amazing, isn't it? Right? And uh, that's the type of work that I want to continue doing. Uh, because... You know, I'm doing it for my, my, my own family. I'm doing it for my children and my friends' children who look like me and who may not have, you know, spaces where they can really stretch their imaginations all the way to themselves. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's powerful stuff. And I mean... My when when I was going again when I'm going through your portfolio, you know that's my eyes go to. I mean, there's so much to to look at, but that that is one of uh, the 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 most awesome photos you have is, is uh, are are those uh, kids in the you know the 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 the, the judges uh, Supreme Court outfits. Um, it, it it is amazing, and and to see it coming to pass that that i mean 
from from an artistic standpoint, we, we, what you're trying to 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 prove to to show the world for it, for it to come to pass that that is a great feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling. But you know, the thing the thing the thing that it, it kind of highlighted in me is that you know <laughs> progress, right? We 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 pride ourselves on being like a, a country that that has these these ideals that are progressive um but i don't think progress needs to take as much time as it does <laughs> i think you know Agreed. um <laughs> it, it's it, yeah sometimes sometimes it's 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 this um there there are always there are always going to be forces who are anti change right and yes. I, I think anyone who is, I think any force that is anti-change is anti-life because everything in life changes. Every single thing in life, every single thing in life, like we change, right? I have gray hairs now and I'm going to die one day. Like that's change. And even when I die, I'm going to continue to change. I'm going to go from flesh to whatever, like the worms, right? Right. And Whenever I um, encounter structures that are um, so so solid, where it's like no change can permeate the structure, I automatically think that that structure is essentially a prison. Right, um, it's not letting life in because life is change. Um, so yeah, I, I I think with with good art and the f- like, allowing people to bring their imaginations home, not just imagine the other. Right? Yes. Imagine, imagine you. I think change can happen a, a lot more. Um, change can actually be on timing that is not even ours, right? I think change can happen a lot quicker. And I mean, that's um, the nature of change. <laughs> we, you don't yeah. necessarily get the you get to pick. Yeah, yeah, and and the 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 changes that we we quote unquote do get to pick or we resist. You know, they they be. That that involves a lot of struggle. And to your point, look at those institutions, whatever they may be. I'm not naming any names because mm-hmm. uh, that'll get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you, those with the most rigid, the most rigid uh, rigidity and, and anti-change. What tends to happen to them is that they tend to fall more dramatically, and yes. completely. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many examples, recent examples of of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, but you know, and and the, the thing, the, it's um, I spent a lot of time examining. Uh, because I'm not a, because I wasn't born in America, this experience is is still very novel to me, right? I, mm-hmm. I don't come from a generation of like you know generations of Americans. This is still novel. 
I like to say, my people, we're still figuring out what this thing is for us, you know? Um, I think it, it's such, it's, it's, a, it's the most magical place on the planet in so many ways, but also the most absurd place on the planet in so many ways. Um, because at least from, from a political perspective, perspective, there are like these two ideologies that are just like this way, not that way. (laughs) And no one's like, well, what if, you know, which fascinates me. Um, but yeah, I'm still examining all of that, but yeah, change. I, I, I believe in embracing change and to the extent where, you know, I don't. I think I'm going to move, a, not move away, but expand beyond the still photograph at some point, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm by no means tied. Like I rarely say that I am a photographer. I say I practice photography because I may be creating movies in the future, right? I may I may yeah. take my sensibilities and move them to a different expression. I may write. Um, I may not. I may stop making photographs altogether. But please don't. Change. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, but change, right? Change. Don't, um, don't quit know, that. <laughs> when, when, when I was doing photography as, as my, uh, my full-time career, yeah. you know, I had to dance with change because I would have cancellations and this and that. And at the very... You know, in the middle of that year that I did my thing for my for myself, um, this was right before the pandemic. I was doing that in 2019, and then the pandemic came in 2020. I remember mid-year numbers were amazing. I was having a buddy call. He's like, hey, would you be interested in doing some engineering work? And I was like, for what? Like, I'm free, hmm. man. Yeah. And uh, And then I remembered, I was like, you know, there is, there is, um, for me, there is a sacredness to every moment, right? Like, if I'm aware enough, I'm like, there's magic here. I'm just not paying attention. Like, quiet and pay attention. And I quieted down. And I said, you know what? Okay, this, this is something. This guy just calls me out of the blue. He's like, hey, do you want to do engineering work? The, 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 the best thing I could do for myself is to continue asking questions, right? And I asked yeah. questions all the way up to January 2020. Um. And I started doing engineering work, and I think it was in March of 2020. I've yep. never seen, I mean, the whole photography industry took a knee, especially in the spaces that I was working in, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. It, it and, just closed up overnight. Yeah, and, and it made me realize, it's like, oh, shoot, like, yo, roll, like, flow with this life. What, what, comes, what comes to you you know, fully examine it. Don't just reject things because it's not in your plan, you know? Right. Um, and it's kind of given me a, a sense of peace in knowing that, you know, if, if I'm aware enough and paying attention enough, um, I will get everything that's rightfully mine. Right. Um, I, I'll get out of my own way a lot. And it's about embracing change. I have to embrace change. That's that's all we know. That that's how I maintain peace. 
or some sense of peace. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, I got to say, man, welcome to middle age. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know if I've had the crisis yet or if the whole thing is just going to be all crisis, but, you know, I'm rocking with it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with it. I'm, I'm taking care of my body and having fun. You know, it's like middle age for me is a time where, yeah, I, 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 I've kind of done a lot of my own selfish work and now it's like, okay, you know what? I could just be of service, whether it's to my kids or, or my family members. Like when I wake up in the morning, you know, I, I I get joy from from spreading joy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, man. Middle age is what we make it out to be. Uh, it could be yeah. we can make it a prison cell, or we can make it the 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 open field that it deserves to be. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever whatever our imagination wants it to be yeah. is what it can be. And it's and, that for me. It's a, it's that time where it's like. None of this shit you told me. Like, I, I look back at like life and all the things. You know, it's like, hey, go to school, get a job, find a find a partner, have babies, live happily ever after. And middle age is like, nah, that's not how it works, son. Like <laughs> this, this. <laughs> like, like, thanks for playing, <laughs> but. <laughs> Now, are you ready for round two? <laughs> yes. It's like, thanks for playing. Are you ready for round two then? Yeah. The practice round is over. <laughs> the practice round is over. Um, but yeah, you know, right now I'm at WPPI leading, uh, participating in photo walks with, with Fujifilm. And, um, you know, it, it, a, a friend texts me, says, you know, you're a photographer from Guyana who is working with a Japanese company in Las Vegas. Like, dude, like, it's kind of like a big deal. And I was like, ah, I don't know. But I'm super grateful that I'm here, you know, um, super, super grateful because the ideas that I've had in my head about how I see the world, I'm, I take, I'm glad that it resonates because it makes me feel more connected Yes. Right? Um, Even if I feel crazy, I feel like, oh, we're all crazy then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I feel more connected. Totally. Yeah. There's a sense of of safety and belonging when I create work that resonates because, you know, it tells me that the place I'm creating from, as messy as it is, that place may exist in a lot of other places, you know? And if I can find a way to work and create from a space that is authentic, regardless of how it feels or looks, but it's like, this is what I, this is, this is me. This is the truth coming out of me. Um, it makes life feel well lived. Right on. That is, that is well said. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Um, just really quickly, though, I, I want I, I want to talk about gear. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, I. I, you know. <laughs> I mean, we we were on such a great roll. Um, yeah. uh, it's usually a conversation that I start with. What 
what what do you use for uh, your your Fuji gear? So I um I started the first Fuji camera that, that I ever owned was the X one hundred S. Yes. Um, and that's where I, I started doing street work. You know, I, I would go into the office. It could fit in, you know, my, my, my laptop bag pretty easily. And I would just make photographs on the bus, you know. And, and the thing about having an EVF for me, especially someone who isn't a formally trained photographer, is it, it kind of democratized, like, seeing, right? Yes. Like, I, I didn't I, – I, I, I know what F – I know, like, the exposure triangle and all these things. But to be able to see it? before I like make it, that's like cheat code. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it, it's, it's beautiful. And it, it's one of these things where, you know, yeah, people may prefer range finders and all these other things. I'm sure they have their, their advantages. But for me, as someone who, you know, didn't, didn't go to school for photography, didn't own a camera growing up, didn't work in a dark room, didn't work with a lot of film. Um, having that, that X100S and to be able to see, like to see, you know, you, you, you see the thing and then the camera kind of confirms it right there. And then you make the photograph. Yeah. It was for me just game changing. So I started with the 100 series and then, you know, I wanted to kind of move more. So I, I got like a XT3, XT2 with the, the, the 23, which is a 35 equivalent and um, the 56. And the 100 series is right now I have a V, but they've been the cameras that have created the most meaningful photographs to me. Yeah. Um, because it's a camera that's always with me. You know, they're the cameras that captured, you know, the, do- the, the birth of my two daughters. They're the cameras that, you know, as I'm driving and I look back in the rearview mirror and I see beautiful light hitting my children they're those photographs, right? Um, so that that's that's my go-to in in the wedding space, or if I need to move quickly, I would, you know, use XT4s now. Yeah. And then my favorite, favorite, favorite tool is is the GFX system because that's allowed me to do um, portraits in a, in a very slow and meditative way. You know, it, it's a it's now. Which cam- GFX are you using? So I'm right now. I'm using. I started with the fifty, just yeah. the, the the OG fifty, and now I'm at. I'm using the one hundred. One hundred S. The one hundred S. The one hundred S. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a beast of a camera. That is. It is I mean, a beast of a camera. And today I got a chance to to play with the fifty, the fifty S two. Yep. And I was like, man, like I I feel like trading down because, you know. The the one hundred is as as it's a, it's an amazing camera. I just don't have a lot of hard drive space. You, you know what? That is, I, I didn't think much of it when uh, Sarah Lendo was talking about it during the the announcement of the camera. But that mm-hmm. has become such a such a prof- like I, my goodness, she couldn't have been more more correct. Like yeah, the the amount of I love the 100 S when I got to use it, I got to use it for a couple weddings and they just made the, the, like that 
whatever magic in, in the the optics and, and the the lenses and in the the film sim for the uh, medium format was just perfect on every level. Like yeah. I, I couldn't beat it, but when it came to putting it through Lightroom, <laughs> holy crap! <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was a slug. Yeah, yeah, and you know the 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 technology always catches up, right? It does. Um, I just have old technology. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with having old stuff too, but you know, being an ambassador has its has its perks where I get to you know play with new toys and and things. Um, but the GFX system, I, I simply can't beat it. Now I'm actually interested in getting a few rolls of Fuji film. Like the, I heard they, they um, like actual film because I, I, I want to shoot more film now, especially on my commercial gigs. I want to kind of integrate, you know, yeah. film in there as well. Kind of why not? Um, but yeah, you know, the, the, the cameras for me, you know, this idea of Kaizen, just constant improvement. You know, it, it, it's a philosophy I, I live by. Like, you know, it's like you wake up every day. It's like, I could be better. I can do better. And I remember working with the X100S and receiving firmware updates that had like brand new film simulations. I'm like, it's a whole new camera. And all I had to do <laughs> Those was were the download. best days. And, I, and all I had to do was download something, you know? Yeah. And that philosophy, you know, the way Fuji film designs their cameras um what they put into the color science and most importantly the people the people of the organization that i've had the the pleasure and the honor and the privilege of interacting with are some of the most amazing human beings i've ever met um awesome so, you know, it's, it's, I, I feel that Kaizen philosophy throughout all my interactions with the brand, right? Whether it's the products or the people, I'm just like, yo, like, I like this. <laughs> like, these people look good. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, everyone, I, I feel welcome, I feel cared for, and, I feel at ease. Like I just show up as myself. Yes. And that's it. And it's great to, the, the, the feeling that you have in, in, in producing your work, it is just as equally rewarding to know that there are individuals that are just as, passionate to make the tools for you to do what you want to do um th- that that's a great feeling as well and it it just it, it, it's it's great to have that tool that just feels like it's an extension of yourself yes yes the cameras have soul man yeah they got soul and when you looked at the one the profound things that I, I've I've loved about Fuji, you, when you mentioned like you could see the triangle right on the the camera, it, it mm-hmm. is it is one of the most amazing things. It's such a novel idea that to be able to to you know use the cameras as they were used years and years ago. 
not yeah. to bury things in menus. And, yeah. and to, to that, it's you you train your muscle memory to to you know be able to aperture ring, you know, ISO shutter, and you don't even have to be looking at the the camera. You're still eyes on the whatever you're photographing, eyes on on your work, and then your hands are just just automatically just getting everything into position. And then, you know, it, it is just like muscle memory, muscle memory, and just going yeah. with the flow, flow yeah. with the river. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, I, I, I the, the other thing I really enjoy about using the system is um, maybe I said this before, but the color science. Yes. You know, the colors, the colors that I get out of my camera look like the colors that I see in my eyes. Do you use uh, film simulation for your work, or is I it- do. I, I I typically I start with uh, classic chrome. Yep. Classic chrome is my jam, um, and then I just do whatever tweaks I need to. But yeah, I'm a classic chrome guy. When classic chrome first came out, oh my god, I was elated to, to and to be able to have like like i i had the xe2 at the time uh mm-hmm. and to just such a great moment when that came out and then an even better moment when it was going to be backwards compatible with the, you know the camera that i was using because i think you know there were a couple cameras ahead of the uh, xe2 at the time uh, i got it what when one was that? i think the xt1 would have just come out mhm um, but yeah, classic Chrome, that was, that was, that was an amazing film simulation. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful, 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 like film sim. And at one point I was doing a lot more printing and seeing that stuff printed on like beautiful paper too. It's like, and whatever, I think I have a lot of custom film simulations on my camera, uh, but all of them are using classic Chrome as like the base. The base. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think, God, it it wasn't until the medium format came and and nostalgic negative. Is is it nostalgic negative? Is that the one for the GX? Yes. Oh my God, I I am so in love with that film simulation. It, like I I did an entire wedding uh, using it in the fall, and, and the way it just made the the fall foliage look in the background, uh, and just the way it made you know that that warm tone that that whatever it is that it's doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever whatever had, magic they put in there. The bride had like these deep blue eyes that just just came just popped with with the film simulation and and then in the background it was just you know beautiful warm tones. I, I was I was floored that I didn't even have to do any kind of editing to the to to those images. I, yeah. I, I did have to reduce the size. <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know JPEGs, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't go raw. Thank God. JPEGs are cool again. Yeah, it's 
I do. <laughs> the majority of my stuff is is JPEG. I, I'll only shoot raw if the light is really, really bad. Mm, and yeah. even then, the JPEGs are manageable. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we really have everything, right? As, as creators, we have we have we have an abundance of tools. Um, and you know, I, I I like to simplify things. So you know, this right now I'm in a season where it's like, hey, one hundred uh, X100V XT4 two lenses. Not a lot of not a lot of stuff because I wanna I I, I enjoy putting myself in these um giving myself these parameters to push against a little bit, you know? Um, yep. And again, looking at like Sarah Lando's work, I'm like, you're not pushing enough, but you know, that's part of it too. <laughs> like, whoa, like her stuff is just. Um, she, she's amazing stuff. But uh, again, you know, the, you, you say you're putting yourself, uh, you know, limiting yourself, uh, you know, with, with only a few lenses, but there is, uh, if you had everything, that would actually probably be more limiting because you, you're now confronted with every possibility, and that I, I find that stifles the creativity even more by giving you too many options, and, and then that just drags your decision and maybe having you miss the moment. And uh, maybe yeah, that it, happened to me a couple times last year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, um, it, it, it takes away, it, it creates a little bit more space between you and that decisiveness that I think is needed to like make beautiful photographs yes. because you, you, you're, you're churning the, the decision wheel. Like, eh, eh, eh. it's like, you'll yep. do it. Totally. Um, nice. That, 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 that is amazing stuff with, with, uh, so you, the XT4, the, the GFX, um, do you see yourself, uh, like where, where do you, where do you see as an ex photographer and being able to give, uh, input to the, to Fujifilm itself, what would you like to see out of the next camera uh, if you had your uh, your way? Whether it's the you know the the mysterious XH two maybe, but like it, if you got the chance to make your, the next camera, what what would you want it to be? Oof! Wow. Uh, I think what would I want it to be? That's a great question. The, the 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 only thing that comes to mind is um I I I've had to kind of adjust the way I fo- I make photographs um especially in like the wedding setting when it's when it's like a reception it's dark um better maybe better low light handling I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean like I feel like we have everything, you know? Um we have absolutely everything. I mean, when they changed the lens on the 100V, I was like, okay, now we really like. What else? What else do I need? What else do I need? Um, at some point, I'm gonna get into video. I'm gonna start making videos. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how Fuji, you know, 
continues to innovate in that space in in the in the film space. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. I mean, I, I the 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 app could probably use some updates. The what is it? The cam control app. Yeah. Um, that's it. You know, they they do. This this Kaizen thing is real, you know. So I, I would imagine that everything I just mentioned is probably in the works already. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I don't have any great needs in terms of you know what they should do next. I, I know that from like personally, I am going to be telling more stories from the Caribbean, right? More stories about this place that I'm from. Because, um, you know, I, I, I went to uh, an island and a community on an island in the Caribbean and Vogue Brazil had just did a story and they hired this photographer from the U.S. to go photograph, you know, the, this group of people. And um, they were doing this piece on like uh, rural, rural women. And one of the women said to me, she said, you know, the photographer came here and the photographer asked me to, or the, some, someone on the creative team asked me to dress in church clothes because that's what they expected. You know, like people have this idea of what the Caribbean is. Yeah. It's like beaches. You know, it's a very nuanced culture that is rich and has rich stories. And when she told me that, I said, you know, I need to like I need to go back home with my camera more. So a lot of my personal work in Haiti, Jamaica, Guyana, where I'm from, it, it's like, look, these this place that I'm from, we live a life that is uh, rich and, and abundant and beautiful. We're not just this quote unquote third world, right? Like what what is a what is a third world? Like I could argue that some parts of DC are the third world, right? But yeah. it, it's this it's this idea that, you know, as a native, I am best positioned to tell the story. Agreed. You know. Um so, you know, I'm looking forward to Fujifilm supporting just more of my endeavors into my my home culture. Um and maybe they'll create a camera that's like uh, sand and humidity, and uh, you know, going working with, with with gear in the Caribbean is is interesting at times because you get sand everywhere, yeah. <laughs> or just like dust, you know. Um, but yeah, I think you know they they give us everything and they they promise and deliver on con you know this this idea kaizen. Um, there isn't much that I need. Maybe a camera that like uh, did did my accounting as well. Like I, I make the photograph oh, and, the, and, and then the camera says invoices. <laughs> 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 That's my wish list, Fuji. That is uh, <laughs> God. That that feature is gonna. That's a firmware update right there. Yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> they might charge for that one. Seriously. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Well, Kurt, it was great having you on the show. Um, why don't you tell the world where they can find you on the web? So if, if they haven't been looking at your work by now, uh, you know, let them know where they could see it. Okay. 
Uh, I am on Instagram primarily at K-I-R-T-H-B-O-B-B, www.kirthbob.com. And my wedding work is under a website called Beloved Agency. I'm still building it out, but I I launched it anyway. I was like, I can't wait to do this thing perfectly. Um, But Beloved Agency is where I'm going to work with um, other photographers who are looking to kind of bring back a little bit more of the reverence to wedding photography. Um, You know, during, during the pandemic, I had a moment where I opened up my, my email and I saw a bride's mom had, had ordered hundreds of dollars of prints and their wedding was the year before, but because the pandemic had happened, they, they didn't get a chance to see each other, you know? And I, I, I've never been, you know, I'm, I, always work digitally and people always have the option to buy prints but it, it, it really hit home like in that moment I was like oh like she attended like she was at the wedding but she doesn't have anything tangible that can take her back to a time when she felt joy and connectedness to her daughter and like her new you know son-in-law and here she is yeah. buying all these prints so as I was formulating the beloved agency it's like you know I had to kind of take a step back and say what do I want my practice in the wedding space to look like? I, I don't care about awards anymore. I've, I've won a ton of them. Um, they're great. I think, you know, it's a great way to kind of test yourself or whatever. It's a great it, awards or whatever, but it's like, no, this, the wedding thing has to be of greater service. Um, so belovedagency.com, my wedding work, kurthbob.com, commercial, personal work, and Instagram. But all of that might change. So if you if you feel compelled to look at my work, connect with me. Um, I'm real easy. If you email me, I email you back. If you DM me, I DM you back. Um, it might be like weeks between, you know, con- you know, responses sometimes. But I try to get back to people as, as often as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's where I am. And then I'm here. Like <laughs> Right on. Right on. Yeah. Awesome. And we definitely got to have you back on, man. I, I had I a blast chatting with you. I would love to. Thank you so much. Um, and after all the hiccups, I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Uh, oh, it, it's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope to see you back next week. I wanted to also mention one more time that this is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And my name is Mark Sadowski. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Mostly Instagram, though. I'm at Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. And you can also check out my other podcast, Xmark. It's a Fujifilm-esque kind of show, where it's more spice of life and pretty infrequent. But if you want more of my voice, that's the place to check it out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>